Welcome to the truth about dragons. So what is mental illness? To begin with, it is not illness. People seem generally not to realize that calling these things illnesses is a metaphor. It depends on seeing our souls as equivalent to our bodies. Yet, they are fundamentally different. Our bodies are like a machine that we operate, like Iron Man's suit. But our minds are ourselves. We do not use the mind, we are the mind. Because we use the body like a machine, it is easy to understand its functions. Each part has proper operations we can recognize. Illness is when some part is not performing its function. But do, we, but do we know what the proper function is of a self? If we do, that is a religious question, not one psychiatry can answer. Freud proposed that the proper function of a human being is to work and make love. This reduces the human person to a machine. Is that really all there is? If it is, who wouldn't be depressed? If it is, moreover, why listen to a psychiatrist? He's just trying to get paid and get laid. This does not involve, notably, either finding the truth or doing anyone any good. Should you trust this sex machine with your soul? This sounds harsh, but this is what the logic boils down to. If not eating and procreating, psychiatry and psychology rely on the goal of being normal, which is to say, being average, being like everyone else. Again, not an inspiring goal. If mental health means conformity, it is a sinister thing, sinister to freedom and sinister to progress. Being Jewish is not normal. Jews are not normal. Einstein was not normal. Steve Jobs was not normal. Being able to sing beautifully is not normal. Shakespeare was not normal. It should be no surprise that people who have accomplished any great thing usually show symptoms the DSM lists in its descriptions of mental illness. This was already well understood by Plato and Aristotle in terms of their own psychiatry of the day, physically based, physical based, materially based psychiatry. This is Aristotle's Problem 30. Quote, Why is it that all those who have become eminent in philosophy or politics or poetry or the arts are clearly of a melancholic temperament, and some of them to such an extent as to be affected by diseases caused by black bile? This is based on the old theory of the humors. We don't need to get into but it was a physical explanation for mental illness. Psychiatry has no answer. What is the proper function of a human person? That's the question. What is the proper function of a human person? The proper function 
of the human soul is to seek truth and good. Doesn't, depend, doesn't matter your religion. This is universally so. On this definition, it is entirely possible that the symptoms psychiatry considers mental illness are actually aspects of mental health. Consider Buddhism as a neutral example. We'll assume we're, none of us are Buddhists here, so we're not selling anything. Buddhists, Buddhism's first noble truth is that all existence is suffering, dukkha, ill-being. That's one symptom of depression, according to the DSM, depressed mood. Buddhism's second noble truth is that suffering is caused by attachment. The third noble truth is that one ends suffering by ending all attachments. That's the second symptom of depression, according to the DSM. Quote, markedly diminished interest or pleasure in all or almost all activities. The fourth noble truth is the Eightfold Path, which involves, essentially, withdrawing from the world and meditating, practicing mindfulness. Quote, a slowing down of thought and a reduction of physical movement. Now that's a quote from the DSM, a third symptom of depression. Through such meditation, one comes to the realization, the direct realization of anatma, anatta, anatta, literally no self. The self is an illusion. You are nobody. That's a fourth symptom of depression depersonalization, feelings of worthlessness. The final goal is nirvana. That's sometimes translated enlightenment, but that's wrong. Cessation would be better. It's literally the snuffing out of a candle, ending it all. This sounds a lot like a fifth DSM symptom. Quote, recurrent thoughts of death, Recurrent suicidal ideation without a specific plan. Indeed, in Buddhism, suicide is considered an honorable choice, more or less to be applauded. That's five symptoms. According to the DSM, having five symptoms means that you are suffering from clinical depression. Any sincere Buddhist is suffering from clinical depression. Does that sound right? Some will no doubt take this as evidence that the religious are indeed insane. Some argue that Muhammad was an epileptic, or the apostles in the upper room were hallucinating Jesus' resurrection. But really, who are you going to believe? The acknowledged best minds of the world's entire population over the past two millennia or so? or the panel of psychiatrists who came up with the DSM a few years ago. It seems reasonable to posit that suffering as they are, the average mentally ill person is actually functioning better than the average person. Their soul is healthier. Religion does recognize such a thing as spiritual illness, spiritual sickness. There are two forms. 
error and sin. The first falls short of the truth, the second falls short of the good. But religion is where these answers can be found. Thank you for listening to The Truth About Dragon.